Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. Today is a big episode where I'm sharing something that I can't believe it took me this long to share with you, to be honest. Um, But before we begin, I just wanted to welcome you and say thank you so much for being here. Whether it is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast, or you've been here from the gate and you are my ride or die, I just really want to give you a shout out. I've been looking at my charts in the countries and I think we got like 220 countries listening to this podcast. I just checked that I'm like number 214 in Sri Lanka and we got Slovenia in the house, we got Germany in the house, India. So wherever you listen from, wherever you are tuning in from to this podcast, I just want to say thank you. I see you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, So we are about to launch a breathwork event. My husband and I, he's going to do all all the work. He's doing a breathwork session tomorrow in our office space. And this month has just been about creating events because you know if you listen, I'd be loving to meet people in real life. I love to hang out. I love to meet my people, hug you in real life. And one of the big things that we want to do is do a podcast tour. So stay tuned for that because can you imagine just having a podcast tour? Oh, my God. Anyway, so all of this amazing stuff is in the works. Um, we finally settled into our home because we did buy a new house and renovated it and just moved in at the end of March. And so this month has just been about April was all about trying to chill and land and ground and organize the rest of the year. And May is just just cracked up. It's just started. And so I'm really freaking excited for the year to come. I think that there's some really juicy shit happening in our world and our beautiful community. So just a big thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, in March, I was speaking around Australia. I had a speaking tour for International Women's Day. That month is always very busy for us as a business, as a company, because all the work I do is talking about women's work and women's confidence. And so I love being busy in March. And I had an amazing opportunity to go on a tour with business chicks. And shout out to Emma and the business chicks crew. And we got to have some fun. We got to go to three different states. And it was a big tour. And it was a lot of travel. And it was wild not being with my kids. But it was incredible being with women in the audience, hugging people, selling our book, just chatting to so many of you out there who listen to the podcast. So I was about to leave. It was probably the Monday, it was like the Monday, the week before, two weeks before. And I was laying down, I don't know about you, but I'll be watching Netflix and chilling sometimes when I feel overwhelmed. And so our life is very busy. And I think Hamish and I were watching, no, it was Apple TV. I'm lying. Sorry. We were watching this show called The Servant. If you have not gone and watched that show, that show is hectic. But anyway, we were watching this show. It was a Monday night and I was laying on my back and I felt my breast, my right breast, And I was like, huh, that feels weird. There was a lump, like a hard lump. Felt like a little bit of a, maybe not like a rock, but there was something definitely hard in there, something I'd never felt before. And I instantly 
like instantly had a freak out. I felt my body, my heart started racing, my hands started sweating, my mind started racing with all these thoughts like, fuck, oh my God, what is that? Is that cancer? Is that fucking cancer? Do you have breast cancer? Blah, 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 blah. All this stuff just started running. I couldn't even try to stop it. It was like, oh, okay, what the hell just happened? Like my mind got taken over. And so I took a deep breath and I felt it. And I said to my husband, babe, I've got something here. Like this feels really weird. There's like some kind of lump. I don't know what this is, but you know, can you feel it? And he felt, he was like, oh, that doesn't feel right. And I was like, okay. And I would say maybe for 30 seconds, I had a freak out. I went to like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to leave my kids. What's going to happen in my life? Holy shit. 30 seconds of fight or fight, 30 seconds of racing thoughts, horrible feeling, really sick in the stomach. And then I took a deep breath and I closed my eyes and my husband was watching TV, but he was still watching me like, are you okay? Should I be you know, concerned? And I closed my eyes and I was like, whatever it is, we're going to deal with it. Whatever it is, you can do this. Whatever it is, you got this. Whatever it is, if it's horrible and bad news, if it's deadly, if it's nothing, if it's whatever, you got this. And it wasn't like a, it's okay, it's not, everything's going to be fine and pretending that I wasn't worried about it. I had my moment of freak out. I can't believe how short it was. I can't believe it was only 30 seconds. And then I had this moment of real like grounding presence of like, yo, whatever the fuck this is, we're going to get through it. We got it. We're good. And it was this genuine belief, genuine internal belief that I was going to be okay now in that moment. So I want to share that first as we go into this episode about me sharing how I found a lump in my breast and, uh, and, and what happened. And why it took me so long to share, I don't even know. I don't even know why it took me so long. I, I should have shared this before in the podcast. My apologies. But I, I realized that I hadn't shared this. And it's important because I know that many of us out there listening will either get hit with breast cancer, have somebody that we know has some kind of cancer, and it's very scary. It is very scary to believe or think or have a scare or have a fear that something is going to happen to you, that you're going to lose your life, uh, leave your kids behind, any, any of that stuff. So I just want to acknowledge anybody listening that's been through this themselves or know somebody who got lost to uh, an illness or uh, cancer. Um, so this term in school, I'm, I'm studying, I'm getting a bachelor's degree in psychotherapy as we speak. I am on a break and I'm loving having my break. I'm not even going to lie. It's been great. And I love to study. I love to learn. And so in this term, it's been very nurturing. This term has been all about silence and presence and the felt sense and going internal and really finding out what's there and feeling your emotions. And I fucking don't do that enough. I don't do quiet enough. I don't do silence enough. I definitely feel my feels and cry a lot. <laughs> but I am not like a silent, quiet yin person. I'm yang as fuck. Y'all know this, right? So I really love this term. This term felt like every day when I went to school, uh, every week when I went to school, it felt like a self-care day. And what I had been learning about presence and about this beautiful Aboriginal term called Dadiri. And Dadiri is all about like silence and stillness and not speaking and not acting, but just waiting and listening. Waiting and listening and hearing before you do something. And it's, it's an indigenous thing that the Australian people said. It's a gift to the Australian people from the Aboriginal people. And it's a thing that I've now wrapped into my whole world. And I just give so much love to because of how impactful it's been for me. We do it at our retreats. 
um, Dadiri is, I mean, next level. So I'll link it in the show notes so you can go and watch this really beautiful YouTube video on it if you're interested. But it's a concept that I didn't know much about. I was like, what do you mean still stillness and quiet and not taking action? And I'm an action taker. I'm a doer. I'm a let's go right now. You tell me we're doing it, right? Like I'm like, a, I did it already. You know, I'm that kind of person. My husband laughs because I take action quick. I don't like to let shit linger. So this happened. I felt this and I was like, shit. I took my 30 seconds and then I closed my eyes and I put my hand on my heart. And it was like, yo, baby, whatever this is, you got this. And you don't know what it is. So can you be in this moment right now, allowing that there is a lump in your right breast and you're a little bit alarmed about it, but you also don't know and you don't want to jump to conclusions and attach to the story that it's cancerous and you're going to die because you don't know. And it could be, but it might not be. And so in this moment, Erica, while you are sitting here watching this show with your husband, trying to chill, can you just know that you're going to do what you need to do to sort it out and then release control and then let go? <sighs> My God, I cannot tell you what a gift my ability to be able to do that was. And it only was because of that shit that I've been learning. And it only was because of all the work that I've been doing. And so I took the moment, let it go. And I said to my husband, I've got school tomorrow, so I'm going to go to school. I'm not going to miss class, but I'm going to call my doctor. I'm going to get a scan, and then I'm going to sort everything out. Mind you, this is Monday night that I'm finding this. On Thursday, we're about to go to a five-day retreat. And at retreat, the retreats that we do, they are intensive and immersive. And I am I don't even know I'm a mother. I don't even know that I'm Erica. I don't even know that there's another thing outside of this retreat. I'm so immersed. Hamish and I give all of our energy and attention to the women that are in this retreat with us. And it's full on. It's a fucking journey of five days. And it's big work. Energetically, mentally, spiritually, physically, it's a lot of work. So I was not trying to go to that retreat with that there. Does that make sense? I wanted to have like a clear mind. So I went to school. Told my teacher, I need a minute. I got to call my GP, my little doctor person. I didn't even go see my doctor because I knew. I'm, I'm like, what are you going to do? You're going to touch my breast and be like, you need a scan. So I was like, listen, there's a breast. There's a lump in my breast. I need a scan. Can we organize a scan? And she's like, well, I would have loved to see you. I'm like, girl, I don't have time for that. Just let's organize a scan. And then you can see me when we get the scan results. So that happened. I went and got the scan. She said to me, um, I had breast surgery. When I was 23, I got implants fake boobs. I got saline breast implants because I thought my boobs were ugly. God, the shit you don't know when you're young. If you're 23, listen to me. <laughs> you don't know anything. I didn't know shit. I was like, I need big boobs. Anyway, I got these boobs. The man from Florida was amazing. He put it so I could breastfeed and I didn't even care. He's like, I'm going to do it so you could breastfeed when you have kids. I'm like, I might not never have kids. Whatever, dude. I want to be hot now, not hot later. That's exactly what I said to him. I want to be hot now, not a hot mom. That's what I fucking said. Okay. Anyway, got the breast implants, had them for 13 years. In 2020 or 2021, I got this feeling like I want to get them out. I don't want them anymore. And I'm happy that I got them out. I don't want them in my body. No offense, no shade to anybody who has them. But I researched a lot about it and I was like, whoa, these are coming out of my body. So I took them out in that gap in COVID when we were able to do elective surgery. It was literally like a one month gap. And then we were locked down again. And I got my breast implants out. And while I got them out, I got a lift because I had massive boobs. I had breastfed two boys. Uh, my breasts were amazing. Everything was fine. No problems. And then I got a lift. My right nipple, where this lump was, that right nipple took so long to heal. I actually did a whole series on my Instagram. And I'm pretty sure I spoke about it on the podcast about why I did it and all the surgery and all my recovery. And if you want to know if you should get breast implants, my answer is no, but that has to be your answer. So just in case you're thinking that while you're listening to this podcast, I wouldn't do it again. But anyway, 
got them out, did my lift. That nipple took ages to heal. I think it got infected. Something happened. And so I have this weird scar on that side. So I know I have scar tissue. So my brain's like, is that the scar tissue? Is it because I'm lifting weights? Because I love lifting heavy weights. What the fuck is it? So I'm trying to figure this out. She goes, you're going to go get a scan. And have you had a mammogram? I'm 39. I will be 40 this year. Like in next month, I'll be 40. June 17th, right? And I'm like, no, I've never had a mammogram, but I hear they're terrible and get smashed up and your boobs and all that. And she's like, yeah, you got it. Probably let's see what happens. Go get the scan. And if they don't like what they see, I'm going to ask them to give you a mammogram. So let me pause real quick. When doctors say this shit, you hear it and it's so scary because you're like, okay, so we're going to get a scan. And if they don't like what they see, meaning AKA there's a fucking problem, then we're going to do a mammogram. That's what I heard. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, hopefully it's only a scan. So already you're fucking scared. So doctors, can you say it in a better way, please? Because my ass was nervous now. now. Now I'm getting nervous. Now I leave school. I go get this scan by myself at the waiting room, trying not to be all weird and think, fuck, am I going to die? So all this is coming in and out, by the way. I I didn't get all woke and be like, I'm going to surrender to the moment. No, I'm in the fucking waiting room and I'm thinking, oh my God. Then I'm like, no, I'll be fine. So it's this back and forth feeling. And I get into the room and it's a man and that's fine, but he was just not a friendly man. It was very awkward that this man was going to scan my breast. But anyway, no offense to men, but it was just a weird situation because I was already feeling vulnerable, you know? So, and he wasn't really friendly and chatty and he's like, rubbing my boob with this fucking liquid shit and I'm like can you tell me some jokes motherfucker like, something right nothing okay so I'm sitting there he's doing the scan takes forever and I'm like breathing trying to calm down my mind's thinking the thoughts and then he's like I'll be right back and I'm like great what the fuck does that mean right you make everything mean everything if there's like a micro movement like what do you mean you'll be right back do you have to pee or do I have cancer what the fuck is going on so he leaves he comes back he's like I think we need to do a mammogram and I'm like fuck there's a problem And I am trying, but my tears come and I was fucking crying and I'm like, shit. And I'm like, Erica, it's okay. So I'm hyping myself up. Why? Because I do this work. The beauty of this, by the way, my friend, when you do this work and you shit hits the fan, which it will, people will get sick. Something will happen to your children. Something will happen to you. Life happens. Life happens while you're fucking making plans, right? So I'm over here trying to speak to myself while I'm also crying. So I'm like, cry, feel your feels. This is perfectly normal. You're allowed to be scared. This is scary. But also, don't go future. Stay here. We're right here. Nothing's happening yet. Calm down. It's all good. Anyway, so I get into the room and this beautiful woman, I just made friends with everybody there. They were so lovely. They're giving me a mammogram. It wasn't as bad, by the way. I thought it was going to be horrible because they talk it up so bad. It wasn't that bad at all. And I have a lump, so it's a little bit sore when I push the lump. They did the mammogram. Then they're like, we have to do another mammogram because we need zoomed in. So they leave again, come back. Oh, sorry, we need another one. I'm like, fuck, it must be real bad if we're getting like the double zoomed in fucking mammogram. So I'm in the waiting room and they're like, we'll let you know. And I'm like, great. And then I have to go home. And then I'm on my way and I'm like, fuck. And then I start thinking and I call my husband and it, it is this journey back and forth, back and forth. Long story short, they sent me to a breast specialist to check my scan and she is cool she's like listen I don't think there's a problem I feel like this is just calcium from all the surgery you've had and calcium buildup from the scar tissue but they want you to have a biopsy because they're not happy with that thing right there and she zoomed into it and I saw it doesn't fucking look like anything to me specs I don't know I'm like okay she's like but honestly I don't think you have anything to worry about and I'm like is she just saying that I'm nonchalant I'm over here like worried about this but she's a breast specialist so we need a biopsy. I'm like, cool. So I go off, uh, run this retreat. 
no biopsy, just ran the retreat, could focus my energy on the retreat, on the women. It was fucking the be one of the best retreats. It was amazing. Did the damn thing, came back home, and it was biopsy day. And in between that, I spoke in Sydney on International Women's Day, did my thing, was everyone's like, how the fuck did you do that? I'm like, because I just did it. Like, here's the, here's the lesson in one of the many lessons here. I can't do anything about it. Right now, if something happens to my children, right now, this second, I'm sitting here talking to you on this podcast. This very second, if something happens to my mother overseas, which is another podcast I need to talk about when my mom relapsed, that shit was so hard. Oh my God. We have a lot to catch up on, friend. Anyway, I will do that one. What can I do from Australia, sitting here in my chair in Melbourne, Australia, while my mom's in Boston, Massachusetts? There's nothing. So there's a level of letting go of control. There's a level of trusting the process, trusting the universe, God, Buddha, Allah, whoever you believe in. There's a level of trust that needs to happen. That you think you know better. You think you could do something. I can't do shit about this. And me going to a future scenario where I'm dead or I'm something bad has happened or that's not helpful for my right now moment, is it? In the right now moment, what's helpful is trusting that this moment right now is all I got. And can I be with this right now? And this takes years of practice. Let me tell you, years of the power of now, Eckhart Tolle. Years of a new earth, Eckhart Tolle. Fucking years of this shit. Years of Byron Katie loving what is. I might love it. I might love having cancer. I might love, what does she say? I might love going blind. You might love it. That might be your reality. You Maybe this is what it is. Okay, cool. Fuck. It's hard to be with it. But what I want to say to you is my lesson was the trusting of the process. And the fact that I can do nothing if I stress about something that's not here yet. So back to it. Here we are. We do this mammogram. I, I speak on stage at Business Chicks. was amazing. was fucking great. Get back home. It's now biopsy day. And I said to Hamish, you got to take me. Because I had a biopsy in my vagina. Inside of my vagina, they put a thing and they took a piece of meat out. Like a fucking biopsy. Okay? Now, wasn't the biopsy that was a problem. It was that you have to get a needle to numb the area. So somebody shot me inside of my vagina with a needle. Like that right there, like the lady, when I told the lady that for the biopsy, she was like, and you were awake? And I was like, yeah. She was like, that should have never happened. I was young. I was like 20. Geo had just died. My husband had just passed away. And I got lichen sclerosis, which is an autoimmune skin condition. And I didn't know what the fuck it was. And my dermatologist and her five nurses held me down, did that, and then told me that I have lichen sclerosis. So I had a little bit of post-traumatic stress from a fucking biopsy. And I know it wasn't my vagina. My boob is different. But I still felt it. I still felt that like, holy shit. So I get there. They hold space for me. They are lovely. They are like, yo, shout out to all of those nurses who do this work because their families have been impacted by breast cancer. And they do this work to help women like myself. I'm sitting there. They numb me. They put the needle, this crazy machine. My boob was in a hole on this machine. It was crazy. The nurse was holding my hand, rubbing my back. You okay, baby? I'm good. She was so lovely. It was amazing. Fine, all done. They took out all this breast tissue and then they left me with this titanium implant in my breast so that in the future, if they need to see where they've done a biopsy, they have a tracker basically. And I have titanium all through my body because of my car accident. So I'm a fucking bionic woman over here. So my cool finished it. Hamish was there. My husband took me. Now that's the real deal. Like you have a piece of this lump. You're going to go send it off. And I'm about to hear some news. So I left. I'm like, when the fuck am I going to know? Because I want to know already. This is now two, three weeks. This is three weeks from when I found the lump all the way till the biopsy day. 
And this is the shit that you're holding space. Can you imagine if I didn't do this work? Can you imagine if I was living in the future, that bad thing that was going to happen? What the fuck kind of person would I be for three weeks? Stressed, anxious. I would have probably fucking been constipated or had anxiety or broken out in hives. I would have been, how would I have been mothering with that? How would I have shown up for my clients or at work like that? How would I be showing up for my physical health? How would I be eating? Would I be drinking? These are the things that everyday people go through. And if they're not doing the work on themselves, this is the way that we react. We drink alcohol. We numb out. We scroll. We fucking are angry. We're short. We're snappy. Where our body is in high stress mode. Thank God that I do this work. And for those three weeks, I had this process of letting go and allowing. And it was work. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it was easy for me to be like, oh, well, maybe it's cancer. Maybe it's not. Anyway, live my life. No, shit was hard. I had moments, right? But here I am now. We do this thing. I got to take my kids to swimming, right? My kids got to swim. We're at survival swimming. <sighs> this is the fucking, oh, it makes me get emotional because this shit, this shit did scare me. Like getting that call, getting the call. I hate that it was a call. I hate that it was a call and I was at swimming and it smells like fucking chlorine and humidity and hotness and I'm sitting at the table and (laughs) Spongebob Squarepants is playing on the TV and my kids are swimming and other kids running around and I'm at fucking swimming and they call me and she's like, hi, uh, I've got your results here, I think. Uh, let me just, and I'm like, what do you mean think? Like, what the fuck are you going to tell me right now or what? And I'm staring at the TV watching SpongeBob SquarePants. And I'm like, am I about to get told that I have fucking cancer? And this is it. I watch him fucking SpongeBob. It was one of those moments. And if you've had a moment like that, you know how that feels. Where you're like, is this, is this for real? Is this it right here? And the woman's like, oh, sorry, one second. I don't, I don't have to. And I'm like, yo, yo, this bitch, she's like, hurry the fuck up. And she goes, we can't give you the full results, but we have everything. And we got the calcium deposit and we got what we needed. Um, we've made an appointment with your GP so she can give you the full results. And I'm just like, when? Are you kidding me? It's now three and a half weeks in and I still don't know. I'm walking around with cancer or without it. What the fuck is this lump? And I just was like so scared in that moment that I was going to hear something while I was at the swimming SpongeBob SquarePants and I'm just sitting here in this hot, sweaty, fucking chlorine filled space to not get the news. So more speaking gigs. I kept going on my tour, my national tour. I'm like, fuck it. I'm doing this. I'm doing... I had to pause that and go, cool. I have to keep living. I can't hold space for that anymore. So I just kept doing what I was doing. My doctor rang me while I was away to tell me, hey, Erica, uh, she left me a voicemail. Now, I didn't get the voicemail because I had an appointment with her when everything finished. And I was like, I don't know about you, but I'm like, fuck it. Let's tell me at the end. Let me do what I'm doing here. Let me go. So I went to see her. I'm in the waiting room with Hamish. I'm crying. And then I'm like, I'm okay. And then tears come. And then I'm like, I'm okay. He's like, baby, you okay? I was like, I'm okay. Whatever it is, we're good, right? He's like, we're good. I sit down. She's like, hey, did you get my message? And I was like, no. You left me a message? She's like, yeah, I left you a message. I don't want you to stress about it while you were out speaking and doing all your things. It's all good. It's calcium deposit. And I just started crying because <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I'm over here. Like, she said, I left you a message. I said, I was not about to listen to a voice message, first of all, that's like telling me my results if I have breast cancer or not. 
right? And thank God it's, it's fatty tissue. It's uh, tissue from my scar and from my multiple surgeries in my breast. There's still a lump there. I've gotten used to the lump. But the process of feeling like, is this it for me? Like, did I go through my whole life and I'm about to be taken out like this right now? Like, for real? And then questioning and then wondering and then thinking about my kids and then coming back to the present moment going, nope, 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 I don't know. So don't follow that trail. And the back and forth to then only be like, hey, you're okay. You're good. And that hearing that, oof, what that did for me, I know that it wasn't a near that death experience, but it fucking was scary. It was really scary to go, if it was, and, that, and then you have a certain amount of time or you're going to lose your hair or now your focus has to be on your body and healing. You actually can't build your business. You actually can't run an event. You actually can't go, you know, do the sisterhood. Uh, like you actually can't run this event. And I was like, fuck, what? Like it was such a moment. It was such a slap in the face. It was such a wake up call for me. And I was like, okay, thank you. Thank you that I still have time. Thank you that I'm actually okay. And then I love, I love, like, I see a shamanic healer and he's a dear friend of mine and my husband does shamanic healing. And he says, and I believe this, that everything is energy. Everything is energy. And so he's like, this is the right side of my body. And I always have stuff with my right side. And the right side is the masculine. It represents the doing and the action and the go, go, go. And the masculine energy, not a man masculine energy the feminine energy is the left side it's like slow and calm and nature and you know I'm always in the hustle go 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 ah 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 like I'm hard like my shit is uh, going slower but that's what I my right side is it and so I had an issue with my right knee and then I had this lump on the right side and I went to look uh, I'll link this in the show notes because it's if you like this kind of shit if you don't don't worry about it but alchemyofhealing.com uh, Louise Hayes, Louise Hayes, rest in peace, beautiful woman from Hay House. Uh, you can heal your life. And she's got these causes of symptoms according to her and according to, it's not even her, it's according to the body. And listen to what breast is, okay? And everybody who knows me, you're going to laugh. And if you don't know me, and this is for you, like if this is you, like this is, when I read this, I was like, whoa, okay. So breast Breast represents mothering and nurturing and nourishment. So do you nourish yourself? Are you nurturing to yourself? Are you mothering self? Like that care of self. A cyst or a lump. A refusal to nourish the self. Putting everyone else first. Over mothering, over protection, overbearing attitudes. When I showed this to my clients in the Sisterhood program, they were like, wow wow and I was like wow what what is this lesson what is this that's coming up so I could look at it as like poor me life hates me I don't deserve this why does this always happen to me um I almost died this was horrible you don't understand how bad it was for me or and that's one way and all all power to you or we could go where is this coming from what is this trying to teach me what is this trying to tell me and even, yo, I'm telling you, I don't have cancer. But even if it was cancer, I would have got to that place at some point of like, okay, what is this here for? What is the message? What is the gift? There has to be a gift. 
all of the fucked up shit that I've been through, all of the fucked up shit that you've been through has always, if you look back and you can see, there has always been something positive, a gift, a lesson, something that's come out of it that supported you. If you allow yourself to go back and look at it and claim the lesson and claim the gift in the shit, it is there. And so I share that with you because this experience taught me a lot. And one of the biggest things that it taught me, the biggest thing was I didn't have any fucking regrets. If that was my time, breast cancer was going to be my thing and I was going to be out. I was going to leave my kids and leave this world and leave my husband and leave my business and be done. I have done the shit that I want to do. I'm doing it right now. I'm living my fucking legacy. I'm living my life to the fullest on loudspeaker. I am plugged in. I am tuned in. I am tapped in. I am fucking going ham every day like it's my last day. I don't do anything I don't want to do. I'm not hanging out with people I want to hang out with. I'm not working in jobs that I fucking hate. I'm not in a relationship that makes me unhappy. I'm not in a body I fucking hate. I'm not in a bank account I hate. I, I love all this shit. I am actually creating and orchestrating my life second by second, moment by moment. Creator of my life. I will leave. My kids will know who the fuck I was. They will listen to my podcast. They will read my book. I'm nowhere near finished with my impact. Nowhere near close to the impact that I want to have on the world and the women that I want to serve. I want millions and billions of people. I'm nowhere near the end of that. However, if I had to go right now, could I look back and go, fuck, I lived a good life and I did what I wanted to do and I died going out fucking living my shit? Yes. And I know you're not the one that this happened to. It's happened to me. But I'm sharing this for you. Because why would we wait till we get that cancer scare? Why wait till something horrible happens? Why wait for the divorce, the debt, the disease? What are the five Ds that happen? Why would you wait till a friend of yours gets killed and you're at the funeral going, fuck, life is precious. I better go do what I want to do. Why? Why wait for that? Why not make it happen for yourself right now? Why not decide today that you're going to go for what you desire, that you're going to live the life you want to live? In every fucking way, shape, or form. Because you deserve to be happy. Because you want that. That's the biggest lesson. If tomorrow you had to go, would you look back and be like, fucking yes? Or would you be like, damn. Top five regrets of the dying. My girlfriend, Bonnie, Bronnie Ware, wrote this book. And she writes the five regrets of the dying. And you, if, if, you're, if this is speaking to you, I want to recommend you go and get that book. What would you be in regret about? What are you not doing that you want to do? Who are you not being that you know you want to be? What are you not going for that you want? Why are you staying in positions and places that do not light you up, make you happy? That's the lesson that it taught me. I went, fuck. No resistance, joy, happiness, fulfillment. I'm happy. Thank you. If I got to go, thank you. I, I had a great fucking time. And I will continue to do this work and go ham on this work because I'm nowhere near done. But if my day came, there's no regrets. And if there are regrets for you, what are you going to do about it? That's what I want to leave you with on this episode. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for being here. I love you. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. 
This is my mission on planet Earth is to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much.